two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project, helping Christians to get more into the Bible, encouraging men especially, um, and looking to make marriage great again. We're helping men to be men and all of us to be strengthened in our hearts, our souls, and our minds, and to glorify Christ Jesus, who leads us to think and not into temptation. So these are the days where we need to turn back, turn our minds back on, learn to use them again, and keep pressing on. And we're reading through Genesis right now in my attempt of encouraging myself and you to be in God's Word. And, and just uh, I love giving shout-outs. We're getting ready to head to see four of our children, right, coming to see some of you that listen to this in the great state of Virginia, and we're looking forward to that. Uh, but but tonight I had uh, some good friends over, and so a shout out to Dan and Shelby who uh, came over, and and so we had a couple of little kids in the house. It was great having Naomi and her baby James, her baby brother James here, and um, and of course having our hopefully one day future son-in-law Noah hanging out with us. So just a shout out to those guys and and to my son-in-law Adam and his friend and Olivia for coming over earlier today to to help us uh, get the house ready for winter, some of the outside stuff ready for winter. So big shout out because I'm hearing that some people like shout outs. So there you go. <laughs> all right. Good thing we don't pay for airtime. Well, actually we do. But all right. So moving on <laughs> in Genesis chapter uh, chapter 30. We're making our way through here. We're getting ready to talk about some mandrakes. So let's jump into verse 14. And uh, and then we'll deal with some names and, and, and ages here. In the days, so verse 14, in days of wheat harvest, Reuben went, went and found mandrakes in the field and brought them into his mother Leah. Then Rachel said to Leah, and I remember Rachel and Leah are sisters, and they're both married to Jacob. And so... Um, so Rachel said to Leah, please give me some of your son's mandrakes. But she said to her, is it a small matter that you have taken away my husband? Would you take away my son's mandrakes also? And Rachel said, then he may lie with you tonight in exchange for your son's mandrakes. And when Jacob came from the field in the evening, Leah went out to meet him and said, you must come into me, for I have hired you with my son's mandrakes. So he lay with her that night, and God listened to Leah, and she conceived and bore Jacob a fifth son. And Leah said, "God has given me my wages because I have, because I gave my servant to my husband." So she called his name Ishakar, or literally means paid for wages. All right, and then. And verse 19, and Leah conceived again, and she bore Jacob a sixth son. Then Leah said, God has endowed me with a good endowment. Now my husband will honor me because I have borne him six sons. So she called the name Zubulun. And after she bore a, and after that, she bore a daughter and called her name Dinah. Then God remembered Rachel, and God listened to her and opened her womb. She conceived and bore a son and said, God has taken away my reproach. And she called his name Joseph, saying, My Lord, may the Lord add to me another son. Um, 
and we'll stop there because we're going to transition. But at this point, um, let's look at some of this this craziness that's going on because this is all happening rather quickly. So according to some of the best um, at looking at dates and things like this, this is Jacob's life. So he was 15 when his grandfather Abraham dies. He's 15. And we see that in Genesis 25, verse 7. Then in Genesis 28, Jacob is sent uh, to Laban in Haran, to, to, to Laban in Haran. This is where Laban is Rachel and Leah's father. He's 77. He marries Leah and tricked into marrying Leah and then marries Rachel when he's 84. Now he's Father Joseph. And he's 91. So from 84 to 91, that's only seven years. And he has had, well, let's just look at him. He's had by Leah, Reuben, Simeon, Levi, and Judah. After that, or or potentially during the last births of a few of those, but if they're in order, so he had those four, and he may have had all Irish twins, if you know what that is, but... Reuben, Simeon, Levi, and Judah, because Leah is going to have three more children before the seven during these seven years, and you you could give or take, so it could be let's just say it was eight years. Um, and Bilhah, Rachel's maidservant, has had Dan and Naphtalia, and then Zilpha, Le- uh, Leah's maidservant, because for a season there she was not having babies, and Zilpha had Gad and Asher. And then Leah has Isaac, Zebulun, and the daughter. And Rachel has Joseph. So at this point, Leah's had six of the sons. The maidservants have had four of the sons, and Rachel has had one. There's one more still to be birthed by Rachel, and that's Ben. Benjamin, but we haven't gotten there yet. So there's another part of the story first, because Benjamin's going to be kind of a later kid. But just to think about, Eight kids, these, uh, no, I'm sorry, 11 sons, 11 sons in maybe eight years. It probably is more like eight, but some people show it in the book as seven, seven years. Let's just say it's eight. That's a, that's a lot of kids in a short amount of time. And so a lot of times when you hear these stories about the, boys conspiring to kill Joseph or sell him into slavery. I think that often we have this idea that the older boys are a lot older. Like they're almost a generation ahead of Joseph. They're not a generation ahead. They might be, Reuben might be eight years older than Joseph. And then it goes it goes on down. So just something something to ponder ponder there kind of crazy though right so in a short amount of time a lot is happening here and but one of the things to recognize here is 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 God's hand in all this God hears again Leah Leah stopped having babies Leah wants to have more God seems to listen to Leah Leah is the mother by the way of Judah Judah is from whence we're going to get King David God is going to show us what he is doing with that lineage with Judah. Uh, and so it is, uh, Judah will still be alive. He'll know what's going on and that uh, his lineage is going to be very, very important. 
So Leah is the mother, obviously the mother of Judah. Rachel is not. Joseph is going to have a very important role too, and that should not be left out whatsoever. But I think a lot of times we we don't realize um, we don't realize just how quick some things happen, and yet the time that we have. So what are we, you know, what are we doing with our time? So when Jacob goes out to this foreign land, his where his mother is from, where he, as best as we know, he had never been, and five, more than 500 miles away from his home. And now he's been there for 14 years. He's married to two wives who both have, and, and, and has been intense in, um, for all intents and purposes, four wives, and counting Dinah, twelve children that we know of, and it's possible there were, uh, there would be other daughters. And just this one is mentioned because of what's going to happen in a few chapters. And then, of course, Benjamin's going to be born. So, twelve sons of Jacob to the four wives, and time's passing. Right? He's he's not getting any younger. But he's he is going. We're going to see where he's thinking ahead and what he wants to do more than just work for his father-in-law, and so he's going to move on. But he's eighty-four, maybe eighty-five. Uh, could be potentially eighty-six, depending on a, when he was seventy-seven. Did he get there that quickly? Was he really seventy-seven or seventy-eight? We we don't know. Uh, and but we do know that he worked for seven years to the day for Rachel. Ends up marrying Leah. Works. There's another week and promises to work for seven more years. And that gets us to when he's 91. Um, he's going to live to be 147. So he still has, at 84, having all these kids, he still has 60-some years to live. And a lot's going to happen in that time. A lot. The rest of Genesis, basically, is going to happen during that time. And so for us to realize it. A lot of times we're in a hurry for something to happen, and and that's not. I mean, in a hurry we can mess up. In a hurry we can go from being in a good spot to being in a really bad spot. But to but to move forward to get the move forward in life to move forward in our relationships and in our financial conditions in whatever it might be that you're pursuing a relationship with God that. Often, because we don't see results quickly and right away, that we might give up. And I want to encourage you that, that even if you're reading the Bible and you're struggling because it's just hard to read, well, just keep reading it. Keep reading it. It's, it's not designed to be easily read right away. It is something you have to get used to. The language, the reading it, the what's really being said. Oh, I didn't catch that. Go back, read it again. And so... That's why even now reading through it together with you, I'm hoping that this is something that will help and and spark you moving forward. I like to read a proverb every day. I like to read five of the Psalms every day. It doesn't happen all the time, but as often as I can. And so I have a rhythm in reading the Psalms and the Proverbs, and they've become super easy to read. I love reading, for instance, Colossians or Ephesians or Philippians because they're short letters. I can read the whole letter. I can sit down once, read the whole letter, and I've read them so many times. I know what's coming next. I know what it's about. I know all those things, but I still gain encouragement. It's food to my soul. 
It is literally food to my soul and good for my mind. And I've gotten I've got really long here. So I apologize. Hope you guys are gonna have a great, great week praying for you. And one of these days we'll figure out this whole podcast on how maybe you can give me um, a shout out as well or tell me something you wish I would talk about or maybe to ask a question about something that I've said or that we're studying. So if you're friends with me on Facebook or you actually have my phone number, kids, give me a call, text me. Love to hear from you. So that's it for today. God bless you guys. Have a great day. Remember that this is a day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Or turn it into a prayer. Lord, I pray that you would give us the strength and the grace to make it through this day. God bless you guys.